The Good Podcast is brought to you by The Good Meals, healthy, ethical and sustainable ready meals delivered straight to your door. No need to sacrifice your health or values when pushed for time or there's nothing in the fridge. Head to thegoodmeals.co, that's thegoodmeals.co and select from the growing number of delicious dishes and have them delivered straight to your door. Zero fuss. The Good Meals are free of nasties and preservatives, no bullshit, just the good stuff. This episode is brought to you by Holistic Performance Nutrition. If you're looking to further your nutrition study, start a new career, or just learn some cool shit, then HBN is the course for you. HBN offers a range of options for your nutrition study, from foundations of nutrition science, right through to full training courses to become a holistic and performance nutrition coach, or holistic and performance nutritionist. Also, short courses in ketogenic nutrition science, the business of health practice, and functional mycology, and much, much more. Head to holisticperformancenutrition.com and enter GOOD into the coupon code to receive 10% off your course fee. My guests today are Dan and Steph from Harvey Bay. I first met Dan and Steph on My Kitchen Rules in 2012 and after a very bumpy, rough night for them for their first instant restaurant round, they pulled their heads together, knuckled down, worked tirelessly to improve their their cooking skills and the hard work paid off. They, they beat us in the semi-final and then I remember watching them played up in the final and just thinking gee that's that's a product of perseverance determination and hard work they were crowned the winners and now they are winners in life beautiful couple great little family with some unreal amazing opportunities that have come their way and i hope you enjoy meeting dan and steph as i did back in 2012. there we go there we go how are you kids i'm just gonna press how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How's the family? All good? Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether you've seen or heard, but we've got an addition to the family now. We've got a little one-year-old. Young fella. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. He's heaps of fun. Keeping you young, mate. I don't know about that. Probably. <laughs> what are you guys up to? Oh, heaps, mate, eh? Yeah, we've got a fair bit going on. Um, busy, busy. I, I think, like, this uh, COVID-19 lockdown thing, like, we haven't, I think we're the busiest we've been seven years. Just yeah. with the, how companies and businesses and stuff are operating from home with um, this kind of thing, it's just made us more busy than what we've sort of ever been. So it's been good. How, 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 maybe I need to come up to speed with what you guys are doing because last time we saw each other you you had a cafe or two cafes <laughs> yeah so we pretty much got the one now eat um it's still going we're sort of doing a t- takeaway thing at the moment just to keep keep us going staff going all that sort of stuff but um we just released a ebook so yeah. we, we did the, we did the cookbook thing after our first season and then um we tried to get a publisher to publish this weight loss surgery cookbook. So meals based on my journey and all that sort of stuff. And no one would touch it. Right. 
And so we ended up doing an ebook, and we got uh, so we did all the content for it, and we had a local lady in Harvey Bay. She put it together, and we put it online, and it went mental. It went absolutely mental. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just it, it was an untapped market. Um, that there's nothing out there. You know, there's obviously different lifestyles, uh, like food that people follow, but there sort of hasn't been anything targeted for the WLS community. So yeah, we so, went. So went Dan's there. done. Dan did. Weight yeah, weight loss surgery. surgery. Sorry, mate. Over yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Um, and lost 85 kilos. Oh. Yeah. So he's like the half the man he used to be and has been able to maintain that weight for two years now because he's got a new tool, which is his new stomach. Yeah. Basically. So, and we changed the life, our lifestyle and the way that we eat right. um, to, to be very similar to the way that you eat is clean food. Yeah. You know, processed and, you know. I, I realised early, mate, that I needed to, everything I put in my body needed to be some source of fuel, decent fuel. Not, I had to stop the rubbish. I had to stop the alcohol. I had to stop all this sort of thing. Because cause I can only eat small amounts. Everything I ate had to be, everything I eat has to be some sort of nutritional value to me to, to keep me going. Otherwise, I'd just, I'd be flat. Right. So... We just sort of adapt. It's a, it's, it's so a did, mixture of a lot of things. Did the penny drop after the surgery or sort of before that? After the surgery, mate, 100%. Um, like, it, it is, it's a very much a mental thing um, that I, I had to overcome. Like, I had to overcome. Like I was addicted to food, mate, pretty much. I had an addiction to eating and... Mentally, I had to work that out or get, get my head around that. And then I had to work out how am I going to um, yeah, keep fueling my body and use this tool of, of the small stomach to get the result I want. Um, and the penny dropped, mate. Like, I've got to stop putting shit in my mouth and, you know, start eating better. Like, and, and, you know, looking after myself, looking after my body, regular exercise, um, you know, just stuff like that. So, do, do you was, reckon you, you had a like the addiction to food? Would you consider that a, a a disorder? Like, did you need like help, like from an external source, like a psychologist or a eating disorder specialist? No, I didn't. Didn't go that. Didn't go that path. But it was definitely a disorder. Like it was, mate. Like it, I literally. I was an emotional eater, so I'd eat whether I was happy, whether I was sad. No matter what mood I was in, I wanted to eat. Mm. But not only that, while I'm eating, I'm thinking about what I was going to be eating next. And and it, 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 and then on top of that, there was like, uh, I, I love, I, I don't mind a drink. So then there was that. And then there was the hangover. And then there was the eating with the hangover. And it was just a vicious cycle, mate. After MKR, the first time around, our life just changed. Like everything that we did or anything we were a part of had to do with drinking or eating. Right, yeah. Like everything. Everything revolves around. Yeah, and, and, the, and the festivals, food festivals and stuff that we're attending with our restaurant, like as we're doing a little pop-up sausage thing, all these uh, local food festivals and stuff that were over the weekend, so we'd stay overnight and it just it just spiraled out of control mate and and i really um i hit rock bottom like uh depression like really bad depression and it started to affect my work it started to affect my family um and yeah just i was actually mate what triggered it was i was we were away over christmas with 
my really close mates from high school. So we all went up to Woodgate, which is about an hour from Harvey Bay. And we, we stayed at the pub up there, friends owned the hotel and stuff. And I was just walked into the public bar and I just remember hearing three of the, my mate's wives all sitting there. And one of them said, I can't believe how fat Dan is. Oh. And it killed me. It crushed me. Like mm. absolutely crushed me. And that's when I said to Steph, I've got to make a change. Well, they were sort of saying it under their breath, but you, you heard it. Yeah, which, yeah, which, yeah, yeah, crushed me. So I sort of, it's, it's one of those things, mate. I'm not proud of the having to go down the weight loss surgery because there's obviously a stigma surrounding that, but I'm proud of what I've achieved. But I'm also like, I'm happy with how I've turned my life around and the, and the way I view food now. Like that, that, that's the biggest thing I take out of this is, I eat to fuel. I don't eat for pleasure. I don't eat because I'm addicted. I eat. So, is all, is all that, um, so you were saying that, you know, you're constantly thinking about food and, and I'm, I'm the same. Like when you're almost yeah. to the point where you, you've just finished a meal and you're like, fuck, I've got to wait like a few hours before I eat again. Like, yeah. It's almost like the satisfaction is marred by the, by the, um, the loss, you know, that you've got to wait. But has, cognitively psychologically has that is that calibrated now so obviously you can't like your meal sizes are smaller yep um and so you're having to think longer and harder about what you want to put on your plate or in your bowl absolutely but is all that sort of regulated now or the kind of the the desire to eat and the want to eat like Uh, it is mate like so so i still love to eat don't get me wrong but I'm big on meal prep. There's always, and I, and, and I know what, like my body reacts different to food now than what it used to with, with my stomach. Like there's certain things, like I couldn't sit down and eat a decent piece of meat because it wouldn't digest properly. So it's all about like, I got in t- back in touch with my body and, and worked out what it loves, what, how do I say it? Like, um, what? yeah, what I need to eat oh, yeah. to make me feel the way I like high energy so I can train all that sort of stuff. So it's just, my meal sizes are small. Um, I eat clean, no processed food anymore. Um, just veggies made in protein. Like it's, it's and, and a lot of, we eat a lot of eggs. Um, uh, yeah, lots of lean protein, lots of chicken, lots of pork. We, um, um, we eliminated sugar. Eliminated sugar, no sugar. We don't eat um, like, flowers or anything like that we stick to almond meal um we don't eat pastas uh we you know we everything is is low carb and high protein yeah pretty much and and clean and that's what works for us and it it works for steph as well like um, the 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 couple of weeks leading to dan's surgery um he has a pre-op diet of two weeks so that's the that's the moment when dan could commit his lifestyle and his his huge um change of life i suppose um is the way i put it is i changed my way of lifestyle as well so if you can commit this to me to this so can i so i started eating the same diet that dan was on for pre-op and then when he had his surgery then i started to change my diet and lifestyle and i lost 20 kilos for just the way of eating and exercise yeah yeah it was and the thing is i couldn't thanks yeah, I, I couldn't have done it without Steph. Like, I need it. Like, 
that's just life generally, Dan. 100%. Yeah, mate. I, I, I'm, I'm lost without her. Um, but just having that support and not having to prepare, like, meal time wasn't a big deal because there was one meal prepared, not three different meals, me, Emmy, and Steph. Like, even even our, even Emmy changed, mate. Like, oh, really? Yeah. No, no processed food. Like, we admit, you know, that we, crappy food was starting to sneak into her diet. And as soon as we eliminated, like, everyone just got along so much better. Like, it's crazy. That sort of um, turbulent mood kind of swings. And- yeah, yeah. Like, like, we just all felt better within ourselves and more clear in the head. And um, our business started to thrive and, and all these different ideas. And, and we just, yeah, mate, it just... Right, I think we- clean living, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean, living clean living and clarity, and you're feeling good, and you, your body feels good, and you've got so much energy and so many ideas, and things start things to start pull, to happen, to yeah, start rolling, and um, yeah, it's po- positive been, things were starting to happen. Like we we were in a before Dan surgery, we were in a pretty dark place oh. because we we're like it was a vicious cycle. Uh, we fell out of love with our restaurant. There was a lot of things happening at the restaurant that kind of really changed us in a way because there was lots of um you know small business struggles so we were like trying to fix this situation and then yeah we're in a pretty dark place and then you know dan wanted to change his life and to be around longer because his doctor really only told him he had five or ten years left to live before i'd have a massive yeah i'd have a heart attack he said yeah so um yeah and then as soon as we dan changed went down the weight loss surgery path and changed his life forever and here we are two years on and are so happy and so healthy and you know yeah i, I just so active and it's it's that makes complete. You very happy that makes me very happy yeah it's, it's like, let's throw something in like um okay you're two years down obviously first you've gone through sort of um a reevaluation of of what food is you've sort of ditched these old habits these sort of you know addiction to to food in general to sugar and processed food and your training, now that you know what you know, do you think you could have um, got to that place without the surgery? Like somehow empowered yourself? Do you think yeah. you joined the dots that way or you just needed that kind of catapult to? Oh, I, I think I've, I've lost, like, I've struggled with my weight all my life and I've lost a uh, large quantity. I've lost 40 kilos twice now and I just never had that relationship with food. Like I, I didn't think about what I would put, in, what I was eating. I never like I wouldn't eat. Never ate clean, you know. I just sort of. But the more I, and then I had this surgery and realized I had to understand food a bit more. And I had like everything I eat. I want to know what it is, and I want to know what's in it, and I want to know you know everything like that. So I don't think without the surgery I could have done it. Oh, I could. I don't think I would have, mate. Honestly, you're not cooking um, cherry cola pork belly anymore. <laughs> Still too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, too early. No. Yeah. Um, no, mate. Like free-range, organic. Like, like we we understand now. Like, and, um, and you know, we think back to what. You taught us you seven Luke, years yeah. ago um, about healthy eating, and we still look back at your recipes and you inspire us because that's our way of life now. And I mm. think that 
you know, Dan has struggled with his weight for his whole life. And I think that just this weight loss surgery, I mean, we're not saying every way it's for everybody. You can change your life and your, the way of eating, but this is Dan's new tool. His yeah. stomach is his new tool. There's only a 30% success rate with the WLS too, with the weight loss surgery. Um, More 70% of people fail. And, and people, and they wreck, like my uh, doctor, nutritionist, all that sort of stuff, they, they, you've got three years. If, if, if you're in a good headspace after three years, then they class as successful. Right. Because people just call back into bad eating habits. Yeah. Um, you know, this whole COVID-19, everyone's making all these excuses up for, oh, I'm eating this again. I mean, well, it's, it's, all in the, it's all mental, mate. Like, you choose to eat that. You don't have to put it in your mouth. Um, so I, I've sort of... I'm not. I'm not all. I'm not there yet. Like I'm not three years, but I, I believe I'm in the right headspace. It sounds like you're on the right trajectory. Yeah, I, I really, and I think, like I've thrived in this, uh, like being locked down. Like we've got a cross trainer, we've got a treadmill. Um, now we can go out and exercise, but like I really, like no matter how I feel, I make a point of exercising because I. The, the way I feel after exercise is it's better than anything you'll ever feel. The endorphins I get from, um, mate, I do 40 minutes on the cross trainer, interval training on the cross trainer, and then I'll do 30 minutes on a treadie. And like, I'm smoked, I'm cooked. And then I walk the dog as my warm down. So I might go for a 4K walk with the dog. as it, So it's about two hours. Of it. Mate, I come back from that and I just, like, just the feeling you get. And it's addictive. You know, like, uh, I've got an addictive personality. I'm just glad that I'm addicted to doing, yeah, feeling good things, mate. Yeah, instead of the bad things. So, it's been really good. Um, I love it. I, I, think, love I think one of our, Sorry, Steph. I think one of our biggest tips is always being prepared. So, we, we would always plan our dinners Monday to Sunday. So, they're always on the board. So, we know exactly what, what we're eating. And then... On a Sunday, we would give ourselves two hours to do some meal prep, which is our um, protein snack. So we do a zucchini slice or we do some uh, deviled eggs or we do protein balls. And they're always in the fridge. So if you, we've got a busy day and there's a hundred things going on and we get a little bit hungry, we're like, okay, I'm just going to have a piece of slice. It's right. fuel my body. Yeah. I'm not feeling hungry anymore. Have a big drink of water. So that's the way that we, we fuel our body now. And it's just being prepared is, is huge is key we still enjoy and, and that's the thing too like everyone's like oh you, you don't get to go out anymore you can't eat out all this but that's that's rubbish um yeah you can but, yeah 100 yeah. yeah like and and so they cut 85 percent of my stomach away right. uh so i've only got so your stomach goes i've mine just straight down like that so i do have a small stomach but we still you know when we Tra when we travelled for MKR, like just the previous one gone, like we, we still got to eat out. Like everyone's like, "How did you eat that food?" Well, obviously you know the go. It's like there's three, two, three hours between courses, so that was Nothing no drama. There. But we, we, I still get to enjoy, you know, eating out at great restaurants and all that but sort of in stuff. And talking about eating out too. We make right choices yeah. when we eat out. So yeah. we would have. I'm not loading up on a burger and chips anymore. No. We might have always go for the raw, like sashimi, like the crudo, like always. Some prawns or some Yeah, like something nice and clean. Like, love, love raw. We're really digging the raw. We got some great um, organic wagyu uh, steak and we had tartare last night for dinner. Like just mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. 
Yeah, we will in. Yeah, so it's just... That was uh, MKR take two. Oh, mate. I, did, I didn't want... I don't have a TV, but you got, you got, you got to the final again, right? Same as... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was... It, mate, it, it, that, that was written. Like, it was written. Like, uh, the moment I seen Jake and Al in the same room, I was like, this is redemption. And... Like we literally every day had to try and keep Jake and Ellen in the competition because they wanted to get home. They're over it. They're done. It was just such a shit environment, Scotty. Like we all lived together this time around. Um, Remember, this is going to go out. That's okay. Are you allowed to say this stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it everywhere. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, um, like just try, trying to uh, keep them like motivated and happy and yeah, mate, like come guys, like. It, you, we, we really believe that we're the two... What, so you could, see, you could see the writing on the wall, you could see where it's going? For sure, yeah. So... Um, you guys the best two teams? Oh, absolutely. Hands down. We're the only two teams practising. Right. Um, we're, bo- we're both in the food game. Like, they've got the Eat Street thing, we've got Eat. So, we're all... Um, yeah, we just... We knew that it was going to be us two. Yeah. Well, I don't know how it was in our series. Like you guys, um, well, I don't know. I can't speak for Jake and L, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they they work very hard, and they seem to be ahead of the game from the get go. But it was you guys that actually worked the hardest and were the most disciplined about. Uh, yeah, you were just it was quite admirable how hard you guys worked. <laughs> And, and to be honest, like you were, you were the best two teams by probably a, a long mile. Like I remember you cooking and plating up that stuff on the final, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" I remember you had a a, a brush and you were brushing whatever it was on yeah, the yeah, yeah, on a piece so of tile or a piece of slate. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Like so yeah. so yeah, very deserved. Um, this month, sounds a bit. MKR rivals, we took that going into this one as well we knew what it took to get to yeah. the end. so this one we worked twice as hard because you know we have a little girl that we did everything for we um, we did a lot of like we we weren't keen on the idea of being away from emmy for three months so, so we put a lot of business um plans in place before we even went and so our main so we had a heap of endorsement stuff already lined up but that wasn't going to be successful if we weren't successful in the competition. Our, our main goal was to be in every episode for the people that are going to look after us after this is finished. And, and we wanted to make it to the end. So. Oh, 100%. And we still wanted to win. Yes. Like, I'm not, not going to lie. Like, but as we've been working with many businesses over the last seven years, um, and I think this, you know, PR promotion for us and our business and our region and all these other businesses that we work with. We was like, this is a fantastic idea. Of course, we we're going to say yes, but we, it was such a hard decision to go and to be a part of it. And this experience throughout the filming and everything, because it was based in Sydney and it was just two houses and we had to live with people and it was all about drama and different characters. It was like, it was really hard. Oh. Like people would, people were watching the TV and messaging us going, is Steph happy? And I'm like, no, I wasn't happy around the table because I had to deal with this Stupidness. Uh, have you and ever crossed paths with like... Ramel, Scotty? Ramel. Yeah. No. You may not know who Ramel is. Um, it's okay. You yeah. don't need to. Ibby and Ramel, they were in the season before the last one. Right. 
and the guys have oh, made it. Yes. Like, I, I don't have met, changed. I don't have much. I, I don't say nasty things about people at all, but this bloke was a flog. Like he was. He 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 just was. Yeah, he just sit at the table and and. Obviously, producers and stuff like that, but it wasn't producers, it was him. He was just going after people. Man. He was there for different intentions. He was there to try and be famous and right. I don't know. But that's it all. Was just, it, wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't a pleasant experience, No, it honestly. wasn't. It Not wasn't. at all. And, and, and you know, another the thing that kept us sane through that whole three months, Scotty, was exercise. Yeah, right. Exercise, mate. Every day, we used to do a walk from Alexandria. We used to go all the way up... Um, Ramwick race course. We used to do 12Ks walk every morning, yeah, wow. no matter what. Like, and, and that, we, so we'd leave that house because when you're in that house, it's lights, camera, action the whole time. We'd leave that house. Be in the house. And me, yep. And me and Steph were able to be Dan and Steph, like husband, wife, so outside those walks. Like, are you allowed to go out for a walk or do you, do you have the certain hours that you're allowed to sort of... Yeah, yeah. Like there was certain... So the, the way they did it this time, you would do three days. So your first day would be filming. No, first day was in the house doing, um, what do they call it? Reality. Reality, like of, of just normal stuff in the house. The second day was a restaurant and the third day was the IV. Then you'd have a day off. That's how they did it. Brutal. Um, so three on, on, off, three on, one off. Yeah. So... But every morning, because there's so much drama and so much that goes down in the house. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's brutal. Our, our walk at 4.30 in the morning in the middle yeah. of winter in Sydney was... 4.30, yeah. middle of winter, yeah, So we would just trekking. go and we would talk about what happened the night, how we're going to attack the day, what's next for us, talk yeah. about some recipe talk ideas. Talk about home, talk about Emmy. Because this, just... this time around, we got our critiques were brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, got flogged, got yeah. beat up. Colin so beat me was, up. It was like hard. Beat me up. I, I, think Luke, I think Luke had to sort of step on my foot at one point because Colin was new to that series. That was his first series. Yeah. And uh, he was paying, I'm pretty sure he was paying you guys out, you know, when they stand on the stage and you're sitting, at, you're standing at your station. He yeah. went down on you guys and I was just like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luke was just yeah. like he was stamping on my foot or like tugging on my because I was about to say something like, hey mate just pipe down <laughs> pipe down Chachi who are you new kid on the block yeah 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 it's, it was very different mate yeah, but like it, it this time around definitely uh, we did it for the promotional side of it we, we, we've been pretty a lot of good things have come from it we're uh, local ambassadors for our region now so that's a really cool thing we billboards and all that sort of jazz up here and oh really yeah, but it's good, mate. It's good for the community. We love doing it. Um, you know, we're here, there, and everywhere. Like after this, I'm going to the library to read some books with Emmy that they're going to film, so they could local library can put put that out on their social content, all that sort of stuff. Just stuff like that. Um, we managed to get our, our sausage line into Coles, which was always going to was a big thing for us, mate. Um, so that was exciting. Some pork jumped on board with us. We we got a Sicilian spicy Sicilian and a farmhouse uh, pork snag in the coals. Um, the first month they were on the market, we sold 110 tonnes <laughs> of sausages in a month, which is mental. Uh, but it was just before, it was perfect timing because it was when everyone started panic buying. So literally the coals would open and, and the shells were just getting cleaned out. So we've got some amazing feedback and we're just, yeah, yeah so it's really, been 
it's been a, a probably since before MKR, we were in touch with Suncorp because we wanted to get these out for so long. So now it was like, yeah, in contact with Coles, and that was quite a process in itself. Yeah, working with two different companies. Yeah, but um, Coles are jumping tons. Hundred ten ton, yeah. mate. Yeah, like mental. Bananas. Two hundred twenty thousand packs cost five hundred and eighty stores in Australia. Nice. So, so you've going, made more than your winnings anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that was you know we work hard now, Scotty. Oh yeah, know. it's it's. Someone, someone asked the other day, "What do we have any money left of our two hundred fifty thousand yeah. that we won seven years yeah. ago?" Can you believe it? I only had one question today, and that was it. That was it. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so you know, we have eat at Dan and Steps in Hubby Bay. That's our business. That's our baby. We've had that for six years now, and we created and bought everything in there, which we're so proud of. Mm. Um, you know, we have two cookbooks, and we have an ebook, and we have our beautiful baby girl who turned five. Um, you know, through IVF, um, you know, we bought our first home. So from seven years ago, our life has completely changed and we are now a business that we work hard at yeah. what we do every day. Yeah. Just like you do. Constantly evolving, yeah. And, and I can't kudos wait to, to come you, and mate. visit the good place. How good is, um, and your meals going? Oh, yeah, and that's all pretty exciting Yeah, yeah. So you, you distribute them just around Sydney or everywhere now? Uh, yeah, all, all New South Wales. We're just sort of, obviously with the border stuff at the moment, it's yeah. a little bit tricky to get into Queensland, but it's something we're sort of having conversations around every day. Um, but I, I, I think it will happen this week, actually. Yeah. So that'll be There's good. a market there for those um, ready-made meals, eh? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into, I'm doing sausages as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you better yeah. change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah cool. cool. Thanks, Scott. Thanks. Yeah. Well, are you able to get your meals up in Harvey Bay area? Yeah. Well, I, I think with the distribution, if it's anything like New South Wales, it's kind of it's all New South Wales. So if we get into Queensland, it'll be all Queensland because it's with a company called HDS. Um, so they sort of. They're in all suburbs, no matter where you are, sort of thing. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so and good. Are you looking to get into like the coals and the woolies and all that sort of stuff? Uh, we haven't had any conversations with those <laughs> big players yet. Um, we're talking to IGA. Um, I've got a meeting with um, uh, another service station. So we're in some Caltex, we're in BP. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it just kind of, um, I don't know, as, as you say, all these sort of, I mean, I, I'm so grateful for the show. Like it was a door opening experience. I have actually nothing bad to say about the show and its producers. And, and like it's, it's just been, there's, there hasn't been any, any negatives to take from it. Yeah. Um, and so it's just been this, it's allowed me to grow and evolve as a, as a business operator. Opportunities have come, partnerships have come, partnerships are gone as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a ride. That's for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, it's yeah, we've got nothing bad to say about it. Like it, it, obviously mate, I, I used to paint houses, um, for a living That's and, and step work. Steph worked at the local, not, not there's nothing wrong with painting houses, don't get me wrong. Some days I wish I was still doing it. Yeah. But Steph worked at the local radio and all that sort of stuff. And 
just to yeah evolve as a business yeah. like I, we totally together. agree with you scotty like i'm so proud of both of us or all of us that we've created something from this and learned from that experience yeah and still is on still thriving and thinking and being innovative and yeah you know yeah. so exciting yeah. so it's yeah it's cool that's so, yeah that's because m would be would have been tashi's age when i was when we did our show right. five yeah. Yeah. Five, yeah. yeah. So she was really. Yeah. Yeah. So she was crazy. Cool when we did MKR I remember, remember year. chatting to him in the lobby at um the marathon there. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, man. Well, so he's what twelve now? He's yeah, he'll be twelve in about three, four weeks or so. Wow. Good, good kid. Oh, mate, he's the best. Is he? Yeah. Seriously, the best. He's such a yeah. He's so. Yeah. Well, now he's got this little baby brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's just so giving and caring and loving. Like there's no, um, not a streak of an ounce of jealousy. You know, dad's time is sort of split on, or dad's love split in any way, shape or form. Like he's just, it's just outward um, yeah. love and care. And yeah. Has he got any passions? Like has he got any hobbies? Oh, and It's all about surfing. Really? A little grommet, yeah. Awesome. So he, wait, he wakes up thinking about surfing. You know, school school gets in the way of, of course. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but he he loves school equally too. Like he he um, you know, he obviously the end of last term he had to homeschool and stuff. But the moment he gets the opportunity to go to school, he goes to school. Yeah. So he's going most days at the moment because they can because they're in class six. And um, there's only like three others or two others some days. But he's like, no, I want to go. I want to go. I learn more at school than I do at home. Less distractions. And truth be known, he's got a bit of a crush. So I think he's waiting for that crush to come back. Yeah, to right. How sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the only reason I went to school was for sport. And- <laughs> yeah, for girls. Yeah. And, well, mate, I was girls in tuck shop. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. My mum used to make me these doozy salad sangers. And I used to go... To school, I used to sell them and then get oh, really? touch up. Yeah, which, you know, probably didn't really work out for me in the <laughs> end, yeah. <laughs> so, you come full circle. Yeah, but yeah, all good. So, so what else is on the on the pipeline? Because I know we're on Zoom, we've only got 40 minutes. Um, yep. How long we got left, but um, oh, we've, got, so, we've, got about, we've got about seven minutes. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, with the ambassador for the for the region, which is great, the sausages, which is awesome, the ebook, uh, ambassadors for Sunfork, and we're just doing a bit of a sponsorship thing with Coles at the moment. They've got us doing all these stay-at-home videos that they're putting on the ads during the news. Oh, great. So, yeah, we're pretty lucky with that, mate. There's not many. They started off with a heap of chefs, and there's only I think it's Curtis, Colin, and us left that they're using. So it's oh, wow. been great. And, and it's pretty much the, what they're doing is that, what's that, sorry? Were the other two? Yeah, yeah. no idea, yeah. <laughs> Curtis was the reason we didn't get sausages in at uh, Cole's first time round. What's he, that? He, Curtis Stone was the reason we didn't get sausages in at Cole's first time, after our first thing. Hey. We brought out a heap of stuff and they needed shelf space and a bit of politics went into it. Time for him to move on. He doesn't even yeah. live in the country. Yeah, I know, right? Lives in America. Anyway. Anyway, but that has been fun. Like in, in um in isolation, we've been really busy. We've been doing lots of videos, cooking demos, and 
we've actually created and um, we got our next ebook ready to go. Basically, we've just been creating recipes, yeah. cooking, phot we photograph the, all our own food. The, the, um, so we've got it pretty much ready to go and design. The response we got from it, like just the national, uh, the thing was Scotty too. Like we did the books with uh, New Holland, and I think we'll get getting a dollar fifty per book. Like with this ebook, we charge nineteen bucks, and it's all ours. Yeah, right. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like, so there's an initial outlay with, with the lady putting it together and all that sort of stuff. But like the response we got from it, everyone loves the book. Everyone loves the fact that there's, but it's not only weight loss surgery people that are using it. It's the people with low carb diets. There's a lot of keto. There's a lot of paleo in there. Um, it's just what, what works for us. So, have you, so have we you found that you've, you've sort of become almost like the unofficial ambassador for that segment of, the population like i really do scotty i do mate 100 percent um I'm, I'm real about it like a lot of people sugarcoat it a lot of people and a lot of people don't want to talk about it I, i'm i'm proud of the fact of where i am um you know yeah people like don't like talking about it they think it's taboo like and i just want to get it out there that it, it, this is real people like if you're at a point in your life where you could possibly end up dead or there's an option of weight loss surgery. Of course. Like, oh, and it's made, it's the hard, hardest. Habit, you mean not a taboo like post-surgery to talk about it. Yeah, they don't, like, they think it's the easy way out and it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I still think about food. I still would love to eat a whole steak. I was, but it's mentally, I've got to stop myself from doing that. So that's that's where it all comes into it, mate. Like, I, I'm, I'd love to get up now and cook some eggs, some bacon, but I can't eat that much food. And mentally, I've got to stop myself from doing it. So that's. And there's a lot of people that perhaps have done weight loss surgery and they still choose the wrong types wrong of food. food. So they'll go and have a Freddo frog for breakfast and be and full and then think and, that's okay. But wonder why they're getting. Eat. Wonder so why they're putting on weight again. It's the wrong choices. People yeah. seem to make the wrong choices. So Dan is the real person that says, you know. You shouldn't be eating, you know, have a little bowl of soup, but then there's a two pieces of toast on the side. You, you don't need the toast. I haven't know, eaten so. takeaway food in three years, mate. Like, you haven't honestly, eaten bread. I haven't eaten, like, just, yeah. Uh, uh, and I believe I'm an unofficial ambassador for it because results speak for itself and, and I don't eat the crap anymore. And when people ask me, oh, um, like I, I took a photo of my food for the day and I put, I've got a weight loss surgery page and I posted it up there and people couldn't believe it. Like, like they couldn't believe what I eat for, for that. I eat quite regularly, but everything's just not nat uh, like, or like fresh, it's, you know, there's not, nothing processed. It's does, does your eat restaurant reflect your sort of shift in nutrition now then? Yeah, it does, mate. Now it's it's yeah. it does. It really does. I have a weight loss surgery menu, yeah. so it's smaller meals. But yeah, right. it's there's a lot of nutrition people that have packed, this, mate. This right. surgery, and there's a lot of people that you know they dine out and they seem to think to choose the kids' meals because it's smaller. But you, it's not full of nutrition. It's not full of yeah. the nutrients that you put in your body. Nuts. So we have an extra menu for that. Our general menu it caters for a lot of people, uh, and we can alter. We have you know uh, high protein bread and stuff like that so we can alter things for people's diets and that's what i think a lot of restaurants need to be like that nowadays yeah right um and also too like we um yeah cater to the wls but like 
all our menu now is like a lot different than what it used to be <laughs> seven years ago. Seven years ago, Scotty, there was, I think, 700 people in Australia had weight loss surgery. 70,000 had it last year. Wow. 70,000 people really? wow. in Australia. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a, a and it's, and it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It's people struggle with it. People, their, their, their mind doesn't shift. They're still in that mind frame of I'm going to eat hot chips, but instead of having, you know, a large box, I'm going to have four. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, yeah it's crazy, man. But so, so, yeah, I do believe I'm unofficial, but because I'm real about it, I, I tell it how it is when people say, oh, I did this and did, well, if you, you know, you put shifted, you know, nothing. Oh, yeah. There's this thing in the weight loss community called a stall. People stalling. Their weight loss is stalling. It's not stalling. If you're putting the right food in your body and exercising regularly, you're going to lose weight. Like you're going to become more healthier. Like you're not going to maintain weight because you, your stomach can't, you know, eat the amount of food it should be eating to put on weight. Mm. Like that, and that's, I guess that's the thing with the weight loss surgery. That's what it's, it restricts, it restricts right. your body. The, the, there's strong support then that it's, that it's purely or largely a, a hormone issue. So if you're eating yeah. a high carbohydrate diet, you've got elevated blood sugar, you've got elevated insulin and you're in this fat storage zone, you know, like it's very hard to kind of attain your health goals when, you, when your diet is high sugar or high carbohydrate. Yeah, so absolutely. Almost sort of regardless of portion sizes. So if you if you if you the one variable is portion size, but you're still maintaining or gaining weight, like there's obviously another side to the story. There's other sort yeah, of you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I, I've um so the heaviest I got was 165 kilos, right. and the smallest I got was 69 kilos. So that was my like. So now I'm, I'm happy where I'm, I'm sitting around 78 kilos now, but I train like I train hardcore probably four times a week, but I exercise every day. Yeah. Right. Just move. Six K walk with the dog or an hour on the tready, just sitting at nine, nine Ks an hour, just rolling the legs over. Cause I've got to look after my body now, mate. I'm getting old. So I'll see a physio once a month as well. Um, that make me then. Hey, if you're getting old, what does that make me? Oh, mate. I'm you nearly 40. I'm 40 next year. Yeah, I'm fucking 45 this year. True. <laughs> I, I think old, age man. is nothing. Look at us all. <laughs> nah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, um, we're going to get booted off. So I'd rather say goodbye and thank you now. Um, it's so lovely to see you guys. Oh, I'm to see you, mate. Like, you, you're probably one of the best things. Hear how, <laughs> how you've turned it around and you're happy and you're you know, you've got energy Absolutely. for your love and it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Our and, future looks good. And so, and we're so thankful to have met you met seven you, years mate. ago because yeah, you taught us so Massive much. Inspiration I still us, think about it. Sure. You know, it's been a journey for us all. And so I'm proud of you and it was so nice to reconnect and we have to do it again and soon. I still call Kim Kunawa and also to, I always tell that, remember that joke you told me? Remember that time your mate was in the Swiss Alps with his, with that family? And I still tell that story, but I, I make out it was me. Yeah, I've forgotten that joke. That's so good. Oh, mate, it's the best. <laughs> I still tell it. Regarde, regarde. Regarde, regarde, <laughs> pointing at his big poo in the toilet. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah.
All right. Well, have a wonderful day, guys. Good on you. you too, mate. So lovely to see you. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Lots of love. See ya. See ya.